Well, hey there, and welcome back to the show. Now, for most of my life, until I started, until I worked with my first coach in 2014, I had what I've heard called the Lone Ranger Syndrome. It means that you choose to go it alone. I've got this, I would say. I refused help. I refused support. I refused advice and let it, unless I was seeking it. I now understand that having my own back was the defense mechanism that I created for myself from childhood. And guess what? It got me through childhood, but the Lone Ranger Syndrome doesn't work, especially for moms and especially for moms with ADHD. We are communal beings. We were made to be in community with others. We are made to depend on and support each other. And as moms with ADHD, we have to have that support. Now, during this episode, Christ, Christy Lingo and I talk about how moms with ADHD can accomplish anything with accountability and support. We talk about what accountability is and why it's so important for moms with ADHD. We talk about the reasons accountability may not have worked for us in the past. And we talk about simple ways to set up accountability for ourselves. Now, Christy Lingo is the ADHD mompreneur providing mom-centered executive function coaching designed to help mom business owners with ADHD to take their big ideas and finally follow through in making them a reality. In a previous entrepreneurial life, Christy spent over a decade growing and building a professional organizing business. She works hard to practice the work-life balance she preaches, especially after overcoming breast cancer in 2022. In her downtime with her husband, two young boys, blind dog and killer cat, she enjoys baking, camping and hiking, playing Pokemon Go and fantasy footballing. But before we dig in, I wanted to be sure that you've downloaded the free ADHD support guide I created for you. Honestly, it might be a good idea to have it handy each week while you listen to the episode because it's often so full of tips, tools, and practices to support you on your ADHD journey. And there is an entire section on creating accountability supports for yourself in it. So if you haven't already, download the ADHD supports guide at visiondrivenmom.com forward slash ADHD supports, or find the link in the show notes. Enjoy the show. And you're listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast with Tracy Nolan Bierman, where we believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories, as well as invaluable tips, tools, and practices for managing overwhelm and using your beautiful, unique mind as a superpower. Motherhood with ADHD is the journey of a lifetime. Let's enjoy the ride together. Well, hey, Christy, it's great to see you. Welcome to the show. Hi, Tracy. Thank you so much for having me. I cannot wait to talk about accountability with you. <laughs> me too. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny the things that we get excited about, right? I'm such a nerd. <laughs> I know I'm too. I just, I'm, I'm a I'm a nervous system geek, is what I call myself. But I love to. But that's part of it, right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to be doing what you're doing now. 
Yeah. So my journey with ADHD and working with ADHD populations starts way back in 2009. My husband and I were talking about having kids and I wanted a job that had a little more flexibility than what I was doing currently. And long story short, I ended up a professional organizer. Mm -hmm. And because ironically, even though now I know I have ADHD, I was really good at organizing things. Right. probably because of my hyper focus. Um, and so I started in a professional organizing business and I had two clients that were diagnosed with ADHD. They were very uh, forthright about that when we started working together. So I started doing a lot of research into ADHD because I didn't want to give them bad advice. I didn't want to mm -hmm. give them right. systems that wouldn't work for them. And so I joined the Institute for Challenging Disorganization and earned mm -hmm. several certificates in working with ADHD populations from an organizing standpoint. But right. a lot of this stuff would translate to, to other areas. Uh, fast forward to 2019, I was feeling a little burnt out on the organizing thing and also had several people coming to me and asking me like how I was juggling my mom life and running a business. So I decided to also go into coaching. Mm -hmm. And then about two months later, everything shut down and, and I was at home for a year and a half with my kids. And so I was slowly starting to build that coaching business. And just when things started to kind of like pick back up again and my kids were back in school, I was diagnosed with breast cancer in mm. October of 2021. Now I'm on the other side of it now. Yeah. I have finished all my treatment. I'm just, you know, basic like wrap up stuff. And uh, last prognosis was no visible cancer. So that's good. Yay. Um, yeah. But the one thing going through that experience and the treatment really highlighted for me was taking all aspects of my health seriously. Mm -hmm. So when I was back taking those cl classes with ICD, you know, I would hear things and I would be like, that sounds so much like me. But I was like telling myself, you're not, you're not struggling. So you don't need an evaluation. Mm, right. The, but staying home and, and being in quarantine when I lost my structure and my routine highlighted to me that maybe I didn't have it as together as I thought I did. Right. Also, at the time, I noticed a lot of the symptoms in my my youngest son, who we got an evaluation for. So the combination of those things, the, the staying home, taking better care of myself, watching my son go through a diagnosis really prompted me to take myself in and get a diagnosis, which I did. And mm -hmm. it came back positive, which was a surprise to absolutely no one. Right. <laughs> my mom's like, well, duh. Of and course. Like, well, why didn't you Why did you do anything about this, for, you know, all these years ago? And she's like, well, girls didn't have ADHD when you were growing up. And right. she's not wrong. Like, yeah. I, I would have thought, you know, if you would have asked me 20 years ago, it was a 10-year-old boy to, you know, something yep. that happened to 10-year-old boys. And um, so... But my, now, now that I have my diagnosis, now that I have sort of the freedom that a diagnosis gives you, I really am motivated to share my experience with other people mm -hmm. and to, you know, kind of be an example of, of the positivity of a diagnosis, of a label, of finding out how your brain operates a little bit differently and how to work with that brain. Right. So, um, so yeah, so now that now that I'm done with my treatment and I'm back to coaching, I've decided not just to work with moms that run businesses, but really to hone in and focus on moms that run businesses that have ADHD as an accountability coach, because yeah. that was one of the big holes that I found in the industry, you mm -hmm. know, 
great information, amazing teachers, but the application is where I struggled. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, Christy, thank you for sharing your journey. Welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here. You're on the other side of 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 all the all the things. And I love that you that you kind of did that. Okay, so that made you kind of look at like the whole because I really believe that, you know, we are it, we're not just physical beings, right? We 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 have what I I call it the the four pillars of well-being, which the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual parts of our, our well-being. So it's all of us. Like we can't, you know, we, we if our if something's going on with our minds, it affects, you know, every component affects every other area. So I love that you had that realization as well. And I I totally agree with you with the um the accountability piece. And, and, and the whole, you know, I can't even tell you, I mean, you probably already know, like how many courses and things that I've done. Um, and the, at this point, tens of thousands of dollars that I have spent, um, on, on and in my business that wasn't serving me because it wasn't serving my brain. It yeah. was, it was, this is the way everybody else does it. And I should, you know, like you try to fit yourself, fit your, your, you know, square peg in the round hole. That's what I, that was my entire life. So I love that you have, that you have that, that it's that you've had that realization that, Oh, this is what's missing. Like we, we really, and I couldn't agree with you more on the accountability. Like having somebody, we were just talking before we, um, I hit record and I, um, I started working with my first coach in 2014 and I will never be without a coach of some, some sort. Right. I, I think yeah. right now, right now I have, um, <laughs> I have a marriage coach, I have a business coach and I have a coach for my son, an academic ADHD coach. Um, but I'm also going to start working with her so she can help me with parenting the ADHD. Like I, I yeah. just, I've yeah. always got, I need the support because what I know, and I know that you can speak into this is that when we have support, women with ADHD are amazing, creative, um, our minds work brilliantly and we see things that other people don't think that don't see. And when we have support and accountability, we can go anywhere. Absolutely. Like I, I really am pushing back against this idea that doing it on your own or doing it by yourself is so much more valid than having somebody to help you out, oh, whether God, it's no. in parenting or business life or, you know, whatever else that you're doing, you know, for some reason, I feel like, and it's more with women, I feel like than it is with men. I don't, mm -hmm. well, I don't know. I don't, but right. I know that there's a lot of women who just resist asking for help or support or somebody to check in on them. And I, I really want to push back against that. I really want to show that you can't like having that support, having somebody check in on you, sending you a text message, sending you an email, giving you a phone call saying, Hey, Tracy, you said you wanted to be working on this thing this week. How is it going for you? Did you get it finished? How right. can I help you figure out what step you need to do next? How can I motivate you to take a, take action? Like mm -hmm. those kinds of things. You're going to be so much more happy that you're actually doing the things and right. not instead of like, well, if I don't do it by myself, then it's just not as valid. Yeah. Well, and I love what you just said. It's you have decided these are the things that you want to do. Right. And 
what you're doing is helping them to 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 be in integrity with themselves really you know this is what you said you wanted i'm going to help you get there and i i think too you mentioned women and i think that you know we are for one thing we are communal beings we're not meant to live on our own by ourselves but the way society is these days where we're all we're disconnected from our families we used to raise kids with you know with the mother and the aunts and the and and the the you know the the cousins and the 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 grandparents like the the tribe tribe. right that's how we used to that's how it used to be but then we we kind of we disassembled that but we forgot to bring in the support like so now we are you know you could be in a city by yourself parenting and just not realize that oh this is this is a natural thing it's yeah. not a it's not a weak thing at all it's a natural thing to to have to have other women to to bounce things off of and to to show us the ropes right yep. no i couldn't agree more with that yeah yeah so tell us a little bit about what what in your words what is accountability what does that look like yeah it's the idea that you follow through on a goal that you've made, uh, a a task that you want to get started on, that you actually take the steps to follow through because of somebody saying to you, are you working on this? There's just something, you know, and I feel like people with ADHD have a tendency to this resonates maybe even a little more is this idea if, if you're obligated to do something, you're much more motivated. Like I cannot tell you how many times I, if it's for myself, if I am working out, if I'm trying to eat healthier, blah, blah, blah. If it's just for no reason, I'm so much less, but you sign me up for a marathon or schedule a vacation to Mexico or something like that. Like I feel much more obligated to follow through on these actions that I have than if I'm just sort of like left to my own devices without, uh, without an obligation to fulfill. So it really is kind of this idea of, a supportive person or group of people checking in on those goals that you've set. And I know goal can be kind of like a a tricky word. So, you know, just intentions that you've set, something that you want to focus on, uh, you know, something that you want to accomplish. And then having a person or a group of people check in with you to make sure that that thing gets done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, and I completely agree with you um, about, I mean, that's why I hire coaches, right? I'm not, I know that I'm not going to do this myself. So um, uh, my business coach, especially, oh my goodness, like she's helping me to stay because I can be all over the place, the shiny objects. Oh my God, that looks in that and that and that and that, but to help me stay focused on what I said that I wanted to do. And if I know that, you know, I'm going to have to report to her, I'm going to do it. You know, yeah. it's it's even I even count um uh my I have a housekeeper who comes once a month. And I even count her as an accountability partner because she's not going to clean up my crap. Right. right. I have to pick up the stuff so that she can clean, right? So I and right. I kind of I kind of like there are so many when we talk about accountability, there are lots and lots of different ways that we can put accountability in place so that we can stay in integrity to ourselves but yep. also to our families or the people that we promise things to, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing that I do with my clients is at the very beginning, we talk about, you know, what, what is, what are you striving for? What's your goal? What are you looking to do? And then every, so we meet on a weekly basis after that for a short period of time, they tell me what they're going to work on for the week. And then I either send text messages or emails throughout the week at the times that they said, you know, I'm going to be working on this on Tuesday or this on Thursday, Mm -hmm. just to kind of check in and say, how's it going? Do you need any additional support? Did you get it finished? Just to kind of remind them because we love reminders with ADHD, right? Right. But the first thing that we talk about every, at the top of every call are those initial big goals that they talked about because it's so easy you know when you get a month or two down the road to start well i'm bored with that so i'm gonna like shift my attention over here so as an accountability coach my thing is to keep going back to that initial thing and either find a way to reinvigorate them about Mm -hmm. about that thing so that they can stay on track or just remind because you know a lot of times we we stray off our, our initial path and we get we forget about oh yeah right we need to we need to bring the car back on the highway to get to our destination right we've be been off roading um, somewhere oh, I love that I love that visual like off roading <laughs> yeah. yeah so <laughs> I just help <laughs> to bring you kind of back to the highway so we can get to that that eventual you know goal that beach where we're where we're taking right. our vacation I I love that too that that um that bring the it, it's it's the why right bringing your bring your bring your awareness back to the why when we have the strong why when we know we we know where we're going even though we may go off-roading a little bit it is um it's it's uh it's it's helpful to have somebody gently yeah veer you back on right. veer you like, back on the highway wonderful. this is great this is a great detour i know you need this stimulation now can we go back to that thing because i really want to see you succeed i really want you to stop feeling like you're flailing and just like throwing so much spaghetti at the wall and nothing is sticking. Right. Let's, let's get back to that. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit? So um, we've talked about coaching, coaching, I think, you know, like I said, and you, you, you said as well, is that I, I will never be without a coach of some sort to help me stay on track. Because I know myself and I know how, how well it works, but what are some other ways that um that we can um put accountability in place for ourselves yeah so i also talk about just like publicly announcing to people so go Mm. on your social media go on facebook instagram TikTok, wherever you are tell people what you want to do because sometimes and even if you don't do it like on social media if you tell your your family or your friends publicly announcing like I'm going to run a half marathon or I'm going to take a cooking class or I'm going to read this book or something Mm -hmm. like that. Now, you know, that people are going to be like asking about it. It might be enough to motivate you to do the thing because you might, you know, like say you're going to train for a half marathon, you run for a couple of weeks and then your friend is like, oh my gosh, I saw you're running a half marathon. How's your running going? Well, you haven't run that week. And now, you know, your friend knows and you don't want to let your friend down even though that's like, you know, it's just how your brain works, right? You you feel obligated to, oh, oh yeah, you're right. You know what? I, I, and so you go out and you, and you run that day because right. you feel motivated to do it because you've told people that right. you're going to do it. Right. So then the next step from that would be to get an actual like accountability partner. Mm-hmm. And this wouldn't, you know, it could be a coach, but the idea is that this is just like a friend or a family member that 
we'll check in on you. So say you want to start waking up in the morning and taking a walk. Maybe it's somebody that would come over and walk with you to mm -hmm. help keep you on track. Or, you know, with your business, you you want somebody to check in and, and ask you about how things are going. So you say, you know, hey, Tracy, would you mind sending me a text message next week to make sure that I did this, this, and this, mm, um, right. you know, and then I would say to you, Tracy, how can I help you? And you would say, well, Christy, you can do this, this, and this. And then we would kind of work together to kind of keep each other on track and in line. Right, right. And then another thing that I recommend is body doubling, which is, it, does, it can be done in person or online, but it's showing up to a space with a specific task in mind to do, and then working independently with somebody on that task. So- right let we we decide we're going to meet online we meet on zoom i'm going to work on my social media content planning for the next month you're going to work on all the email newsletters that you're going to send out for this month we work silently it's not mm -hmm. coaching but there's that accountability piece is i'm showing up to motivate you and you're showing up to motivate me and even mm, though right. we're not necessarily coaching each other our presence is encouraging us to follow through and complete or begin a task that we wanted to do right right i love that and i just learned about body doubling a couple of years ago and it's brilliant yeah it's brilliant it works um and somewhere I read a study that they, they somewhere, somewhere there's some study right? where they were, um, they were um, doing some research on kids who were, or kids who were getting evaluated for ADHD, right? The kids that they left in the room by themselves to do the, you know, if if it was a written or or the 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 manipulative one, whatever, um, did not as well as the kids who had somebody just in the room, maybe sitting in the corner, maybe not even not not guiding them, not anything, but just just being there, just their presence and like you said whether it be whether it be a physical presence and we can do this with our kids too right being 100%. in the room when we we're in the room if we're you know when they need to do homework or when they need to um to do uh to clean their room or whatever you know just your presence is often enough and so a lot of these things that we do for kids we absolutely should be doing them for ourselves too. Oh, 100%. Right? It's 100%. funny because we're like, oh, I'm going to get a, I'm going to do this for you because you need the help. But what about me? Like, I need help too. No, 100%. You know, and I love that idea. I actually hadn't even ever thought of it in terms of like just sitting in the room while they're cleaning or something like that. But it's so true. I mean, it's the exact same principle. There's something in the brain that clicks over that says right. the presence of somebody else motivates me to move. And we don't know why maybe somebody somewhere knows why but i've read a lot of articles about body doubling and no one right. seems to quite be able to put their finger on they have lots of theories but they aren't haven't quite put their finger on why it works all we know is it does and that's what makes it you know usable and and that's and enough something you should, right yeah we know that it works yeah we know that it. And, you know i as i think about this with my kids um during the pandemic when everybody was doing virtual my daughter and her friends would sit on uh facetime and just not talk they would just do their homework together you know together but 
not together. It yeah. Just, it, it's a, yeah, I love that. It's a, it's a, it's a brilliant concept and it doesn't have to be, well, I know that there are a lot, and you do this too in your work, right? Do you have, do you have like a, um, like a, a body doubling or a, like a study yeah. hall? Yeah. Like my group program, we do a once a week body doubling session mm -hmm. where if you want to come, come show up, it's quiet. Just know what you're going to work on. And then I typically utilize the Pomodoro technique, which mm -hmm. if anybody's familiar, it's 25 minutes on five minutes of a little bit of a break. So we'll take a little bit of a break and kind of discuss if we're stuck someplace or something like that, but then right back into the work right. and for, for an hour. And, you know, it just, there's, there's just something about just, I know that I'm going to be working. I bring my, my task and I'm just so much more focused. It's like my brain knows, okay, it's work time. Right. Isn't that, isn't that, I, I think that's it, right? The brain, we need to give them the, the brain, the message. This is a, this is kind of off topic, but I have, um, I'm big into essential oils, the, the, um, the, uh, olfactory uh -huh. sensory, the system is like really heightened. So it, it helps you with, with memory. And so I have this, um, I have this, this, uh, this blend, I call it my focus blend. And it's like, um, peppermint citrus and um and vetiver is what it's i so funny that you say that because i literally have a a peppermint orange blend that i keep here on my desk that i have a diffuser right here same right? thing like there's something about the citrus and the mint that just when i put it in in the morning when i sit down to do my focused work and it just like laser focuses my brain it says it's yes. time to work it, exactly it's yeah signal. It's like, it's a little signal so that the signal of, okay, here it's, it's account, it's a, uh, it's body doubling time or yep. study hall or whatever you call it. It is, it's, it's another, it's another way of signaling the brain. Right. Yep. And I like what you talked about in the beginning, if we can let go of that idea that we have to do it all ourselves, we don't have to do it all ourselves. In fact, we're not supposed to do it all ourselves. Yeah. And it doesn't, if you're not ready to reach out to and work with a coach yet, and that's fine too. You can start little by little and yeah. see how it works for you. You know, tell your spouse, tell your best friend, just announce what it is that you would like to do. It's, it's very simple. And if you know, that isn't enough or that works at first, but it stops working because I feel like a lot of the tactics and coping mechanisms that I've used throughout the years with ADHD, whether it was before or after I was diagnosed, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes they get old and we love right. new, we love novel. Okay. Well, let's step it up a little bit, you know, right. Let's, let's do it a little let's, different. Let's, let's have somebody actually coming in contact with us to check in on us, or let's join right. a bodily doubling session, or let's hire a coach. If that coach is no longer working, maybe you need a different, I mean, I've had four different business coaches since yep. 2012. Um, right. I think, and it isn't that any of them did anything wrong. It's just that eventually I kind of felt like I needed something different. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, so change is okay. It doesn't have to be the same thing. In fact, it probably will work better for you if you change it up a little bit every once right. in a while. But the, but the most important takeaway that I feel like I could give you is that the the joy and the the um sense of accomplishment that you will feel when you actually start crossing things off your big to-do list or following right. through and seeing success in your life mm -hmm. far outweighs that feeling that you're inadequate because you can't do it alone or that it doesn't matter if you do it with the help of somebody else i right. i cannot explain to you enough like 
what a big shift it made when I started having a coach that, that could help me along with this, um, and had that, that accountability. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm thinking about so many little things like that, the, the, uh, the, um, checking off tasks, that's like a little dopamine hit, right? And then you have somebody to celebrate with you, you know, because sometimes we have to be encouraged. That's another dopamine hit, a little celebration. So you make the check. Yay. You get a little dopamine hit. Somebody celebrates with you. Yay. You get another dopamine hit, right? Oh yeah. Like whenever my clients, if I text them and I say, Hey, you said you were going to work on this. How's it going? And they're like, Oh, it's already done. You get emojis, you get gifts, you get me clapping and smiling and, or singing, who knows what you'll get. But I just, I want to celebrate with you because it's as exciting for me as your accountability partner for to see you succeed as it is for you. Right, right. You know, I, I um, going back to um, what you said about announcing. So the this podcast had been rolling around in my head probably for maybe a decade, maybe a little less than a decade, rolling around for a long time. I think um, uh, uh, Oprah had a, it wasn't Super Soul Sunday, but it was, she was turning her sessions. I can't remember what they were, Soul soul Sessions maybe, but it, it was kind of like she had turned it into, it wasn't an official like Apple podcast, but it was a way that you could listen to her. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. It's brilliant for my mind because that, because I can be doing things and listen at the same time. Right. But, um, in order to make that happen, I had to, um, I had to, um, I had to make a declaration, right? I had to decide I had to hire somebody I hired an audio editor, right, to help me. Like I had to hide, and and sometimes, like, you know, you talked about, um, you know, it's not a weakness when we reach out to help, but that was the thing that was going to make me do the next thing. Or like right now, I'm in the process of creating a, a, a uh, I've created lots of courses <laughs> for the past seven years. I'm creating another course, but in order to like get my mind to like get all the work done, I have to declare it and I have to invite people in. And then I'm more, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a, it's an interesting, and I don't know if it's this way with everyone, Christy, but I know, but ADHD definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, and I, and you know, I, I feel like this is, you know, everybody is going to kind of have a little bit different ADHD experience, but what you're explaining, you know, like that idea of, well, now that I put it out to the world, it's going to motivate me to do it. You know, in that sense, I feel like, you know, if you're a course creator, maybe doing the beta test route where you, I actually suggested this to one of my clients back in December, who was talking about putting together a group program. And I was like, instead of trying to do it all beforehand, why don't you go to a group of, you know, a couple of your people and just say, Hey, I want to do this. Will you be my guinea pigs? And then you're accountable to them because they are going to give you some money to create said thing. And so it's going to be a little bit more motivating for you to do it. When, if you're just, you haven't sold anything yet, you're wondering, you don't know if it's the right stuff, you know, then you've got accountability built in because you have to provide something for people that have paid you, but you also have an instant feedback loop of people like, how is this landing? Is this something that you like? What should I word this differently? Should I make this shorter? That kind of thing, you know, so there, 
just because if you want to do something and it feels overwhelming because you have ADHD and you don't have the money to hire a coach or something like that, there are all these little ways that you can find accountability so that you can reach your goal or follow through on your projects without necessarily you know, spending thousands of dollars on a coach or something like that. You know, it doesn't have to be just like, well, I followed Amy Porterfield's course creation thing and I've created a course. Now, where are all the people? You know, there's right, right. Everybody's experience with ADHD is going to be a little bit different and the way that they operate is going to be a little bit different. I promise you there is something out there that will help you get over whatever hump it is that you need to get over to follow through. Yes, exactly. And I also um I also have worked with many business coaches that um, did not have ADHD, did not understand. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, I just, I, I chose them because I liked, I liked them, whatever. I liked what they were doing. I liked their, the success that they were having, um, but that they didn't necessarily, it didn't work for my ADHD brain. And I, and yes, I am biased, a little bit biased that if you are in all areas of your life, not everybody is going to understand what it's like in your inner world, right? And, and, and neither can we. Every, ADHD presents differently in every single person, but we have a basic idea. So mm -hmm. going forward, I have vowed to myself to work with people who understand that. Right. Yeah. Whether it's whatever, whatever capacity, whatever area of life that they understand what my brain needs to succeed and I not not that motivation, you know, oh, just get more motivated. No, yeah. that doesn't yeah. work. That makes it worse. I really believe that there's a certain empathy of, of working with somebody else that has ADHD. Now, I'm not saying that you exclusively have to search out people that right. have it, but I think at least from my standpoint as a business owner now for over a decade that has worked with many, many coaches, um, you know, I would get that same thing. Like, well, you're just not trying hard enough or you need to put more effort in or you're not in alignment right. or you're not whatever. And, you know, and I felt like I was working hard. I felt like I was doing the things. The problem was, is that, you know, there, there were certain ADHD things that like, I couldn't get myself motivated to do. And they didn't know how to dial that in. They didn't know how to push the right buttons to get right. me to do stuff. Right. And so I think that there's something about the empathy that you can feel towards somebody mm -hmm. else. And maybe they don't have the exact same journey that you have with ADHD, you know, like I'm, I'm hyperactive and, um, Oh no, I lost the word. It's um there's the hyperactive and there is the inattentive. Um, inattentive. Thank yep. you. So I am both, but my son is only inattentive. Mm, you know, right. so you know, there's a little bit different obviously experience there. But you know, I just I really feel like that empathy. And I think that that's part of the reason why I was drawn to niche down, not from working just with mom business owners, but to mom business owners with ADHD. Right. And my husband jokes all the time, he's like, He's like, why would anybody with ADHD hire somebody else with ADHD? And I was because like, because they're really it. good. Yeah, they're and I was really like, good at it, like, right? It's the exact same reason why uh, why I was really great at organizing other people's stuff. Now, my home actually is organized. I'm like one of those ADHD people that needs to have very minimal stuff. And I am too. Yeah, and and <laughs> I need to be able to put my hands on something within five seconds of you asking me where it is, right. but it's that same sort of idea. Like people see here that I have ADHD and they're like, how are you a professional organizer? Or how are you a coach for ADHD people? And I was like, man, when I am motivated by helping somebody or doing something for somebody else, you better bet that I am going in there guns a blazing, just like 
laser focused on doing right. whatever we're going to do together. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly it. I mean, I, I, I think that, <clears throat> excuse me, I know that we are, we tend to be very creative, very intuitive and that we're very passionate. We can be very, very, very passionate. And when we are, when we have that, I was talking to somebody not too long ago, we were talking about that hyperactivity. When we can, we, when we have somebody to help us to kind of um, focus that hyperactivity on good, right? Or on not necessarily, I was thinking more like our teens, like if we could help help them refocus that energy into doing something like, you know, reaching our goals, like taking that, you know, but it takes some help and wrangling sometimes yeah. To, yeah. to to help us to 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 focus on that. But I, I love what you said about the empathy too, because that's exactly it. Somebody who, who, who has a better understanding and, and that, um, doesn't tell you to just go work harder because yeah. that that's um that's it's more damaging for one thing yeah for real Be especially if you are a person i mean i can't even tell you the one coaching group that i was in the number of times i would get off of calls in tears mm. because i honestly felt like i was really putting an effort out there i logged hours i watched the videos i filled in the worksheets i did all the stuff but like i just couldn't get from point A to point B and I right. couldn't figure it out. And I just kept, it kept it. Well, it was that I needed, I needed a little bit more. I needed a little bit more um, accountability. I needed somebody yeah. following up with me a little bit more. I needed somebody kind of down in the trenches with me telling me how to apply or helping me break down. Cause that's another thing is that, you know, we, okay, well, Tracy, I'm going to start a business. Right. Okay. okay. Go do it. <laughs> right. Okay. Well now, having started two businesses on my own and having gone through this, I mean, somebody comes to me and they're like, I want to start a business. I was like, that's great. All right. Now we need to get my, we need to get into the minutia of it. We need to right. figure out all those little tiny tests because ADHDers are amazing at coming up with the most brilliant, creative ideas. But when you get down to the nitty gritty of A has to happen, B, C, we tend to not be quite as good at that. Um, unless we are an ADHD coach helping somebody else because seeing it right. for somebody else, it just, it's just like something clicks in my brain and I'm like, okay, yes. Step-by-step, step one is this, step two is this, step three is this kind of thing. I, I, um, that's a brilliant point too, is about the minutia that we really have a hard time with. You know, we can have, we can have these great big, beautiful ideas and, and, and incredibly creative, but then when it comes to actually doing those, all those things that need to happen, right? It, we really do need somebody to help us to bring us back to, okay, this is what you said you wanted. And these are yep. the things that have to be done and go, go, go. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. And, and again, you can do, there are so many different ways that we can hold ourselves accountable. You know, it, it simply too, I have a Fitbit that I love, right? It helps me stay accountable to my 10,000 steps. Yep. It's a simple one. And so now my whole family has them and now we help each other to stay accountable with the 10. It's such a simple little thing, but there are lots of ways that we can, we can start, we can take baby steps and, and holding ourselves accountable. There's nothing worse than, um, than disappointing yourself. Oh, here I go again. You know, it just kind of feeds that negativity loop and that, that, that yep. self-loathing. Right. But then when we disappoint somebody else, like our kids or, you know, whoever it might be, let's 
let's just take those little tiny steps to to get just a little more accountability and you know and i know myself for me hiring a coach yeah. <laughs> it's like that's the thing i have to put you know what what do they say um you put your um you put your your energy where your money goes or something like that you know if you're putting money into something you're going to stay yeah. more focused on it yeah. Absolutely. There's there's that obligation factor that comes right. around to it. I love your Fitbit thing. That's a really great exa example because I feel like we use a lot of accountability. Like we use an alarm mm -hmm. clock to wake up in the morning. That's your that's right. accountability because you are are it is holding you accountable to get out of bed. There you go. Is that a time timer? It's a time timer. Yep. Oh my God. I love yep. my time timer. <laughs> yeah. So those that's another form of accountability. You know, right. I, I really love, I'm not going to say her name because she's sitting right next to my computer, but digital assistant. <laughs> like uh -huh. the ones by Amazon or Google. Right, um, right. I have all kinds of alarms that I set all day long. And I love that she, you can set a reminder. So when it goes off, it's like, you have to go pick up your kids from school or, and again, that's a form of accountability because- I hadn't my, thought about that detail. Okay, because I yeah. set timers on her I think all the have, time. I think you have to say reminder. So if you okay. say digital assistant, remind me to- xyz at and then tell them the time mm -hmm. then when it comes on it says you know this you need to go do this thing at this time okay so, that's great but yeah i mean there's just so many different little ways like that you know you can set alarms on your cell phone um and i think even i, I have an android but i know i can record mm -hmm. um what it says when the alarm goes off so if there's a consistent like you're like take your medication Right, That's another right. form of accountability. Do you need to have an alarm that goes off on your phone or on your digital assistant that says, take your medication? All those are forms of accountability because accountability gets you to follow through on an action. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my, my Fitbit, I had that realization not too long ago. I'm like, oh, this is an accountability buddy right here. It really is. I love that. I love that. It helps me to, you know, it, it helps me to stay on track and get my steps in. And I like to hula hoop. So I'm like, okay, I need 10 more minutes of hula hooping tonight. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> 10 minutes? I think I could go 10 seconds, maybe. <laughs> I uh, I learned I learned how to hula hoop at a street fair um, like 10 years ago, maybe. And I bought a hula hoop. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So Christy, what is one thing that our listeners could do right now to start um start with accountability start start small yeah if there is something that you find that you are kind of beating yourself up about or that you feel bad about because you're not doing it set an alarm set a timer mm -hmm. ask a friend or family member to remind you um you know there are all these different things go to your facebook page and type out a thing that says I need help doing X, Y, and Z. Would somebody like to, to help me out with that? You know, right. whatever it is, because I'm sure that you have a million things, not a million, but I'm sure there's, there might be a lot of things that you like to beat yourself up over because I know that I have been there. Right. Um, pick, pick the one thing, you know, do you forget to pack lunches? Do mm -hmm. you forget to take your vitamins? Do you forget to shower? You know, whatever that thing is that you feel like you are forgetting to do or not giving enough time to, um, you know, set that alarm, tell your digital assistant to remind you those little things. And then once that feels more comfortable, then, then add in the next thing, because you'll start to notice that 
because you feel great that you are taking your vitamins or you are taking your shower regularly or you are remembering to pay your bills on time or whatever mm -hmm. it is that you want to be accountable for, you'll you'll start to kind of get a little addicted to this, oh, crossing the things off the list kind of thing. Right, and, right. and it does, it feels so good to not feel behind. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. That's simple. We can do that. Yeah. You know, this is a, this is kind of off topic a little bit, but it is, it, it's a, it's a simple reminder. When my kids were um, babies, I was making baby food and they were 17 months apart. So I had a, I had a newborn and a toddler, but I was still making baby food, right? Because I don't know why. Um, but there were three times where I forgot that I had um, boiling water on the stove and I burnt the Teflon pots. So we had to evacuate the house, throw the pots away, evacuate the house and to open up all the windows, get all the Teflon, the toxicity, you know, here I am trying to do something natural for my babies. And then I'm filling the house with toxicity. <laughs> um, but so ever since then, in like 10 years, I set it every time I um, boil water, I set a timer for five minutes. Genius. Like every single time. And I know what it's for, right? Because it's, oh, oh yeah, like, because I can, sometimes a kid calls me, I go down the hall or whatever, and I don't want that to happen again. <laughs> that is a brilliant example of exactly what I'm talking about. You find some place where you feel like you are not following through right. and figure out just a teeny tiny way that you can do, that you can follow through that will trigger to your brain like, oh, I hear the alarm. Why is that alarm going off? water on the stove. Right. It's there. <laughs> yeah. But now I know I could tell the digital assistant yes. and ask her, the one in the kitchen, I yes. can ask her to tell me or him that it changes all the time in my house. My kids love to make it Australian. And <laughs> I think right now we have the Australian man in our house. <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah. great. Well, Christy, this has been fantastic. I, it's been delightful to meet you and, um, and I am right there with you with the accountability. I don't know how we, you know, I, I think back on how did I do any of it? Life, you know, parenting on my own without accountability, without some yeah. kind of support, you know, we're yeah. just not meant to, we're not meant to do it alone. No. So how can our listeners find you? Yeah. So Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, you can find me at the ADHD mompreneur. Mm -hmm. You can also find me at Christy Lingo, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-L-I-N-G-O on Instagram. And if if you are a mom business owner, um, I do have a freebie that I offer to people where I have 11 checklists because checklists are super awesome to help us make fewer mistakes. It helps us to make sure we're not missing steps. It helps us to actually like follow through on things, which again, it's sort of a form of accountability because you're checking it off the checklist. So I have 11 essential checklists for ADHD mompreneurs um, that you can just print off and use or I actually send you a link to a Canva file and a video on how you can customize these if there's a specific step or a specific thing in your business that you're not doing. Uh, and right. you can pick those up at bit.ly slash checklist for ADHD mompreneurs. Okay, that is brilliant. And I love that because we, and I think about, 
I do create a lot of checklists, but then there are a lot of things that I like, oh, if I only like every time I, when I create another course, like if I just had a checklist for oh, all yeah. of the steps, because I find myself going back and forth and back and forth. Oh yeah. I have to do this before I do this. Da, 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 da. So brilliant. Definitely go check Christy out. Her Instagram is fantastic. Her reels are fun and funny. And she's got a lot of really good, simple, like what we talked about today, really simple um, ideas that um and things that you can put into practice right now but definitely go check out christy say hello tell her you heard her, her heard her on the vision driven mom with adhd podcast and grab that checklist because that sounds amazing 11 11, 11 essentials okay perfect <laughs> perfect well christy thank you so much for taking the time today for sharing your brilliance and um and i hope to talk to you soon I have had so much fun, Tracy. Thank you so much for having me. And I agree. Let's chat again. That sounds great. All right. Goodbye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast. Now, one thing I know for sure is that managing ADHD is not a one-stop shop. There are so many tips, tools, practices, treatment options, and lifestyle accommodations to consider. It's easy to feel overwhelmed and wonder where in the world to start. If you're nodding your head yes, then you'll want to check out the free ADHD supports guide. It's a super simple step-by-step -step guide that keeps your ADHD brain engaged because it's interesting, it's important, and sometimes even a little exciting. I invite you to consider yourself a detective as you discover the ideal combination of supports to help you remain calm, be more consistent, stay focused on what's important, shift out of overwhelm and other big emotions more quickly make decisions more easily, and develop more confidence, all while becoming more of the person you know yourself to be. Download the guide at visiondrivenmom.com forward slash ADHD supports, or find the link in the show notes. I truly believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Goodbye for now.